Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Agent Daily Dose podcast, where we talk about the day-to-day tips, tricks, stories, and insights to stay on top in the world of real estate. I'm Stu. And I'm Delroy. We're both top producing real estate agents who have doubled our business four times in four years, and now we're dedicated to moving our industry forward. Our digital mentorship program will equip you with courses, playbooks, resources, and improve your game to dominate your market. So be sure to subscribe, and thanks so much for tuning in. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Agent Daily Dose. Hold on. Special occasion. It is episode number... 11? 10! <laughs> 10! We just hit 10. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Clap. Clap it up. <laughs> Clap it up. Hear all the people clapping? Yes. 1-0. We've made it. 10 episodes. Ten I didn't know he was going to hit me with that, guys. Uh, you know, I was... Jeez, Quick geez, I should really know. I should really know. All right, episode 10. And we are talking about... Talking about so, ourselves. We're talking... Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're talking about pros and cons to partnership. Yes, being as partners in real estate. And let me just start by saying... I don't, I don't know what it is. I feel like everyone wants to partner in real estate. Everyone wants to... At some degree... Maybe not everyone, but... Many, many, many people want to find. They dream a about it. They dream and about like, it. They're like, "Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. and Delve created is awesome." But I can't find it, or or whatever. And um, I will just say to start, that this is something we believe it has to happen organically. Like you mm. just cannot force a partnership in yeah. real estate because there's so much that is just yeah. Trying to like interview and hire like a partner that just doesn't work that'd it's be just weird not the thing to go but anyway so i mean we're, but there are pros and cons yes to discuss yep yep there's a, there's differences and ways you can make it happen and ways it cannot happen but some of the key i think the foundation of a partnership is probably the trust level which is actually probably why it has to kind of be organic and it can't be manufactured like a hire because you kind of have to like go through some things to like be able to trust the person who you, you're gonna you have to with. like build off of a foundation that's not just you do awesome business and i do awesome business let's yeah. partner yeah 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 and you see you see that actually in sports teams right you see these two great players that like they're on different teams and they're like, oh, let's put them on the same team. It's going to be the best thing ever. And it fails because yep. they don't have a relationship. They don't trust one another. Am I going to pass you the ball? Who's, you know, who's scoring the most? It's like competition. They've got together and they're now competing against one another on the same team. Oh, great analogy right there. That was good. That was good. But <laughs> yes, so you have to have a, hey, we got the sound effects today. Um, but yeah, you need, you need to be able to trust who you're in a partnership with. And that's why we think it should happen organically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But let's start with the con side. Okay. I, I would say one of the things that can get in the way of, of a partnership uh, working effectively, and this is kind of where we're framing it, like how, how this could work effectively or not work effectively, yeah. is speed and decision-making. Mm. Because when one person is like maybe hot to trot on something, but you know, you're a partnership, you need to discuss it, you need to make a decision together. And the other person is, you know, just not on that wavelength or, or really just like makes decisions altogether a lot differently than you do. It can cause a lot of friction because then you're not, uh, progressing at the same pace that both of you have kind of a, a set vision for. Yeah. It, and, or if they're just like, like they're trying to build their own 
vision by themselves and think like this is the way it should be. And then they're moving like let's say you have a high paced person and a and a slow paced person. Like there there has to be a middle ground in between you guys where there's some like kind of formulated way you guys make decisions because it can work where one person's really quick and one's slow because that the slow person's probably more analytical. They want to, yeah. you know, and the fast person is just moving. But you have to know that, hey, if I'm going to make this or we're going to do this, hey, let's make a decision and now let's run together versus one person saying like, man, hurry up. Like, I, let's make a decision, make a decision. And you're pushing the other person. So you really want to be careful not to fall into that boat and, and you really need to know and and want that type of partner. Do you want a slow snail partner? Some people that might be beneficial to them yeah. and some people might actually destroy their own momentum. Either way, you're going to make a ton of decisions together. Yes, together. Like, like thousands yep. of them. Even if you're just partners for a short time. Like yep. it's, it's going to happen. So the decision making is key. The other thing here, let's talk about trust. Um, trust is, it can be, you know, a, a very damaging part of, of a partnership and ultimately is why partnerships do fail. I think yeah. there, you know, there, there's, you know, sometimes deceit and betrayal that come after, you know, issues with trust, but trust has to fundamentally be there. And if it's not there or kind of getting kinked somewhere, like you've got to communicate through that stuff and, and chat yeah. about where, where's the kink? How do we solve it? How do we both feel good about it walking away from that conversation and then execute? Yeah. And and a key, key, key point Stu just said there is that communication. If you if you don't like a con would be if you don't feel comfortable communicating with your partner. If you feel mm. like I don't want to say that, oh, I wonder like uh, what is they gonna say about this? If I can't say this, like you're probably it's probably not gonna work out. Yeah. Like you have to be able to just say whatever you need to say right. and just let it out. But the, the Wait, it, wait, are we giving partnership level business advice or is this uh for relationships <laughs> welcome to the agent daily dose Pl- relationship <laughs> podcast plot twist same thing <laughs> right yeah me and Stu are married uh if you guys didn't know yeah pretty much it's the way it goes people it's the way it goes uh but yeah communication is a part of trust at the end of the day and and you you have to be able to do that with your partner um, and that kind of goes down and in line with the vision, like, mm. because the, the trust and the communication is a part of your combined vision, like what you guys see as to what the future would look like. And that's where some of that miscommunication can happen. If you can't communicate, Hey, this is what I see the business looking like. And the other person's like, well, I see it looking like this over here. The vision would you not have to say is like, has to be in line to how they want to grow Absolutely. Like, and, and there's with, with vision, like there, there, there's so many things that encompass vision, I guess it's, it's almost hard to just describe concisely on a podcast, but like, you know it when you see it, yeah. you know, when you feel it right yeah. where there, you, you can't really put a pin on cause you don't know where life is going. Right. That's yeah. why it's hard to define. Cause it's can't be defined. Like right. you don't know. And, and, and your, your you can goals, kind of plan, but and your goals can change. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might want to buy a Lambo next month and, <laughs> and then I get to next month and I'm like, fuck Lambos. Yeah. Like I don't, I hate them. You yeah. know, like I it's just, that's a goal. Right. But that, that can change regardless of what's going on. A vision is a more, it's looser, but more important at the same time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, 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 definitely. So, and I think the, the, the vision actually 
becomes clearer when you actually have a partner because now you're actually having to talk it out loud like you actually have to say it what it is because now you're you have a team you're actually having to speak the the vision into existence so it becomes clearer and you're you're able to communicate that sometimes if you're a solo agent and you're just on your own like the vision's in your head like you're the only one speaking to yourself about it and that's why sometimes you see like the solo agents, they kind of hit these plateaus or they're kind of just churning their wheels all the time and not able to kind of jump outside this box that they've been held in for so long, whether it be breaking into the luxury space or it be doubling the amount of transactions or sales volume or whatever it may be. You see people all the time in real estate, they get to this certain point because they're not like, hey, well, this is my vision. And then it's like, okay, but how are you going to get there? And then somebody else is like, they can now challenge you and, and question like, oh, well, what are we going to do to get there? And they're like, well, are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? How are we going to do that? And I think sometimes actually as partnerships or, or as teams, people don't want that. That that's like they're caught. They don't want to hear. Hey, so yeah, you just said point. you just said you wanted to do all that, but now we're gonna plan it out and yeah, do, execute. We gotta do it. Yeah. Now we gotta do it. So I think sometimes, like the con of it is like you don't want to be held accountable. Like you have to know in a team situation, you you may feel overwhelmed by like the accountability part someone is always going to be there saying like oh yeah remember we got this to do or hey yeah like we now need to do this oh yeah are we going to this company no we're not going to do that because that's outside of what we talked about remember and it's like always that where sometime in real estate the shiny object syndrome is so real and you can just be bouncing all over the place if you're by yourself but if every single day you're speaking to this partner and you're seeing them every day like we can just help mold that channel of vision of like oh yeah no remember like we're doing this we're mm -hmm. not we're not changing to that we're, this was our goal let's knock this out and then we'll do that and some people just cannot handle the structure of it really yep. um is what it is and it, and it makes people really push and work because you know why too like i think and this is not a knock on agents at all but like i think a lot of agents are absolute control freaks oh and, for sure and and i think it i think the industry attracts that type of individual it, it is a it is a benefit to be a control freak in real estate yeah. it really is like you you are it's such a high demanding job that um and, it, and it, there's so many things going on so at many one things time going on that you kind of you have to like take some i don't know some some uh some success or some satisfaction uh in in dealing with all that stuff and controlling it being the quarterback um but that doesn't lend itself well to partnership yeah and uh and and it definitely not in real estate anyway it could lend itself well in terms of growing a team and you being the rainmaker and having employees but not in terms of some kind of partnership where you are in it together 50-50 all the way and, you know, you, you guys are, are rowing the boat together. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree totally. And then the, the, the key thing is that how you guys, like, build that vision and that communication and this whole foundation of this team together will also trickle down to the clients that's the other thing is like it's all one thing like you're yeah. you now become one the brand is one everything is one and if if there's some of this confusion or this disruption within the team 
that's why you're actually not growing even if you're in those those team or partnership situations is because you guys are not doing all of these other things that need to happen for you guys to actually get to the next wave and tr people will can tell that good that's point. happening good point okay uh, but there are some good things there are some good things yeah I, you know, the, in our case, it's 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 great things. It's allowed us to grow our business, you know, uh, tremendously. And uh, and and one of those things, um, you know, just comes out practically speaking, just casting a wide net, yeah. having you know, combining databases, combining forces, combining networks. Um, that is a that's that's humongous for momentum and generating more opportunities because of the combined effort. You know, you figure if you look at the stock market, right? Compound interest is basically the most powerful wealth generator, and that's because you're combining the the uh, you know accrued value of all of these collective things over time. That's the same as a partnership. Yep, and I mean you can you can just take it as lightly as. When someone's out of town, they can cover your business or you can take it into day to day where it's like now one person's at one networking event and the other person's at a, network, a different networking event. And now you're basically speaking to 10 people instead of speaking to five. Yeah. Um, and so that can just again, as Stu's saying, the compound of that happening over and over again over time will just generate more opportunities. And 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 I think, you know, it's it's funny actually. I think we we the perception might be online that we're actually together like a lot, like twenty four seven. We're at every event. And we, we do spend quite a bit of time together, no no doubt. But Oscar wives. Right. <laughs> but there has been literally weeks before I think I like two I think our last week we, or last year we went like a two week stretch we were both in town we didn't see each other one time oh yeah and yeah. Uh, and that's because that's this exact thing you divide you conquer you you go maintain relationship like you're you're not necessarily going to every opportunity or every at bat together yeah um and 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 that's that that's the the, the purpose of it you know divide conquer multiply yeah yeah the, the the net is out there and that this all comes in why that can happen that means to don't see each other for two weeks is because we trust each other we have the same vision and we have the same standards of what we're going to go and do out in where I don't need to. Yeah, I don't need to check on you. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to say like, oh, you know, what, what's going to happen there? But like we're, we're here to brainstorm the ideas of how we're going to tackle the situation. But we don't need to hold our hands. Which side note, that is honestly, at least to, to me, a ton of fun because I've just been working my ass off in one lane. I'll call Dell He's been working his ass off all day. He's got a bunch of new opportunities. That I'm just like, oh shit, like yeah. that's kind of cool, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sharing the same thing, so that helps with energy, which is kind of part another segue here. Um, the the energy of the collective is greater than the individual, yeah. and this is like a not not a one plus one equals two. It's a one plus one equals like huge numbers because yes. um, because the energy effect is is really really awesome when you're just not the when you are the one just like the leader the sole provider the the rainmaker everyone's looking to you i mean the the loneliness and pressure is not built for most people i'm not built that way yeah can i handle it like maybe but is that my yeah it's not fun though no it's, it's that not like fun my, living my best life it's no god not no living your best life hey no um yeah definitely i think I think energy, like it's it's one of these fluffy words, I know, but 
I think that the, the point of energy is actually what translates our brand out to people the most. They, they understand that we are actually having fun doing what we're doing. Mm. We're working hard, but they're like, man, those guys are killing it, but they're having a good time while they do it. And, you know, there's no like magic thing I can say what that is. Then we're just like really just being ourselves and doing what we're doing and we're having a good time doing it. Um, but that translating through social media, through our network, through our events, just the day-to-day of our business, um, I think putting that energy out, the universe gives it back to you. 100% um, and, true. And, it, and it, you know, that circle of positivity is really what has fueled kind of a portion of our growth. Oh, big time. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's where, going back to the very first statements I made in this podcast, <clears throat> like that's why this can't be something that is sought out necessarily. It's something that's going to happen organically because energy and vision, two fluffy words that are probably most important from this entire podcast episode yep. in terms of partnerships being successful and this is about the pros and cons there's certainly not a one-way street for everybody um and i mean we know very successful individual agents and i'm sure you do as well that uh that they do not need a partner they don't need a team just keep doing what you're doing you're doing so great you know that just wasn't how it's not how i'm built i don't think it's how you're built we ran that rodeo for a while but now that you know you've you've got good energy and a collective vision like the rodeo we're running now is a lot more fun it's a lot bigger yeah yeah and and i'll say that there is there's one common thread that i do see in the luxury space that that we're focused on and i i have been seeing that there is more and more like i see more partnerships in the luxury sector than I do in just general day-to-day real estate and in general, but in general day-to-day real estate, I do also see way more teams. So just the, the, the collaboration in some way, shape or form, the people that are producing the most normally have a big team or they have a partnership. Um, there's, you know, again, there's, there's going to be the standout few solo agent, just killing it. Um, normally has a ton of support stuff, you know, three, four admins, marketing people, that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that, that reason is because the, the people at the top or even with the big teams understand that they're good at what they're good at and they need to have other people involved to kind of fill in where they're not as strong there there's that and then there's also the aspect of just like the again like the energy side of it like i don't think most people especially in real estate where you're extroverted you you maybe are verbal processors a lot of us like you're you're not going to be built for just this individual solo journey Mm. i mean maybe you get an assistant a marketing coordinator transaction coordinator yeah but like that's that's not the same it's not the same not the same and as, as you know collaborating on the next marketing idea like putting dollar for dollar into your ideas and watching them grow or fail yeah you know and that that is totally different to go on a solo journey versus a journey within a team or within a partnership um I, I think that's a great point, and I think that more and more um, the smart brokerages right now are actually recognizing that and mm. encouraging that. Yeah. Um, not going to name names here, but there are brokerages that are not encouraging that at all and mm-hmm. need to be. Yeah. And uh, and that's where real estate's going to go because 
you know, it's not only allowing people access to greater opportunity, it's more fun. Yeah, yeah. People enjoy it more. You can have longer careers because there can be like succession plans built into it if you have teams or however you're going to do it. Um, but again, don't get us wrong. You can be out there solo dolo making it happen. It's just not how we like to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, you can, you can find other reasons besides just the vision and stuff to, to become a team. And I think you just have to know what your skills are, know what the other person's skills are and, and merge them into one thing. Um, and sometimes you need to go through that solo experience first. To, oh, totally. Right? Because yeah, some people, I, I see a lot of people these days, though, coming up because the, the team thing is like a tag work and like everyone is doing teams and trying to do partnerships now. It's like you see this brand new agent and they're like, yeah, I'm going to join this team or whatever it is. And sometimes the team structures are not really beneficial to the real estate agent who's who's in. They come in, they get trapped into this system yeah. of like, and now they're like, it's like the music industry a little bit. They're, they're in this system that is paying them this money that you can't really get at a regular job, but you're not really making the money you need to as an individual agent. And now, so true. if you try and jump out, you are... You're starting over. You're starting from the beginning. Right. Again, and and I, I, you know, people need to really understand what that looks like. So maybe we'll Starting talk about from the it. bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> yeah. Now you're at the bottom, the bottom again. again. <laughs> That's that ain't not cool. fun. That ain't cool. No. Um, so yeah, just be aware and like do the solo thing if you need to, or be an agent on a team that is like beneficial to you. Like, and it's hard to break that down um, because there's so many different ways to slice and dice teams and partnerships and all of that, but. You know, reach out, DM us if you if you have yeah. questions about that and your situation, and and we'll be happy to answer it. But we think partnerships kind of cool. We're all about it. We're <laughs> all about it. All right, guys. Just a reminder as we shut this down, be sure to check us out at agentdailydose.com. If you're not a member, sign up. Uh, it's a great way to expand your business. Learn about you know, tons of amazing things in real estate that have helped us become successful and helped a lot of, you know, people who we've learned from become successful in the field. And we're eager to share that with you. Uh, we've been getting lots of testimonials through the last couple of weeks of people completing the course, watching the videos, doing the the playbooks and, uh, yeah. and really getting some value. People out. are loving the social media course. The yeah. Social media course is, is game changing. And for it's some been reasons. great to see. So, so thank you guys to those who are listening or watching and have downloaded that, uh, become members and, uh, and taken that. And we hope to, uh, really add some value to, to all you listening who have not. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Success! You've made it to the end of the episode and because of this, we want to give you a reward. So head over to www.agentdailydose.com and enter the coupon code PODCAST for 10% off our standard membership rate. We look forward to getting to know you more in the community.